my name is Yuti and I'm going to be your host on this podcast, There For More. I am going to be sharing short life stories with you to help you step out of your comfort zone every day with confidence. I'm also going to encourage you to start celebrating more of your achievements by owning them, kickstart your own online business without the imposter syndrome, and navigate life on your own terms even as a first generation immigrant in a new country. I'm so excited that you're on this journey with me and you're listening in today. A few months ago, I called a friend and I started crying. I have to leave my apartment, I said. I just don't feel like I can afford it right now. And he understood even without me having to explain what was really going on. You see, even though I had just got a promotion at work, I also had a lot of family responsibilities. My current boyfriend at that time didn't understand what I was really doing. To be honest, so many people did not understand what I was doing and it made it so hard for me to finally say goodbye to the apartment. The apartment was a spacious bedroom with a cozy living room and a small kitchen. It was far from perfect, but it was my little safety net and my first solo apartment. Prior to renting it, I had lived in strangers' homes and rented a furnished bedroom to keep me satisfied. One of my best memories was the conversations I had with one of the house owners. He was kind and easy to talk to. I remember telling him that I wanted to write a book. And he said to me, what do you want to write about? And I said, about life. And he responded in a very regular tone. You have to live life so you can have experiences to write about. This conversation has stayed with me because I always knew I had enough experiences to write a book, but I believed him and took his comments as a challenge to step out of my comfort zone. After I moved out of the house, I rented a room in another temporary house and it was a nightmare. The owner was asking me for money and I just couldn't figure out why she was doing that. I was a tenant paying low rent and trying to save up. I feel like it was a scam. But all of these memories and places were part of the process to help me figure out what I really needed and what I wanted to do in life. Each unique abode gave me a challenge of adjusting to a new normal and keeping my dreams alive even when I was scared. And it was in one of the transient accommodations that I had an encounter with God. He showed me a vision of my brokenness and he asked me to start a small group for women. I questioned him about the how. How was I supposed to host a small group where I was? He guided my footsteps and after different seasons, he brought me to this one bedroom apartment. The beginning of the end. Everything seemed to be going really good until I had to leave my old apartment. I mean, of course, it also had other issues like bed bugs, but I still wanted to make it work. But at the end of the day, I had to give it up. When I had shared this with a different friend, he said to me, this is such a beautiful place, you are crazy to let it go. And I remember packing all my stuff into boxes and taking them to the thrift store, shoving it into the donation bins as much as I could and walking away from it. It was a hard night. It was very tough emotionally. As we drove back, I sat quietly. And when we had driven there, I barely said a word. He kept asking, why are you doing this? I couldn't really respond because I couldn't articulate what I was doing or why I was doing it or what I was really feeling at that moment. Looking back at that moment, I know exactly what I was doing. I was shedding. 
I was letting go of the things I felt were holding me back in my comfort zone and making it impossible for me to even begin my journey as an entrepreneur. You see, that part of my life was filled with so many memories of me trying to make things happen for other people. I wanted to be in a relationship not because I was in love, but because I was so tired of hearing about how you should get married once you finish school. So I was just willing to be in it, regardless of what it looked like. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't exciting. But then that night, I got tired. I put all the expectations that I didn't build for myself, and even some that I had wrongfully created, like, you have to do better at work. Girl, the fact that I exist is enough. The fact that you exist is enough. So anytime you feel yourself bringing up some kind of ultimatum to check if you're still enough, throw it out. You are enough. Just the way you are. And the world needs you. So your presence is enough. And finally, when he dropped me home, I went back to my room and I sat there. It was time to finally take apart the pieces of the bed. Chapter 1. The Unraveling That bed was more than just a bed. That bed was my effort at being an adult, investing in a solid piece, and it wasn't just something that was from Ikea. That bed signified intention. I paid for that bed in installments. Girl, I was trying. Maybe just a little bit too much. As I took that bed apart, I could just feel my insides coming apart as well. Sheesh. Everything I had done this past couple of months just didn't work out. My work was crazy insane. I was beginning to feel all the weights upon me and I didn't know what to do. I felt like I needed to escape. It's funny that I finally got my dream apartment with all the independence I wanted, but it didn't make me happier. I had really believed that my material belongings were going to lead me to find my purpose, but it turns out that I had to let go of my stuff to create space for growth. On the outside, it looked like I was downsizing, but on the inside, I was creating room for my, pur- for my purpose by prioritizing my finances. My ego made me feel bad and I almost felt like a failure, but today, I know that I made the right decision to let go of faking it until I made it. Instead, I started small, made better investment decisions, and rented a room in a two-bedroom apartment. Chapter 2. Was it worth it? Today, I'm happier with my life. Although I have less than I had with my single apartment, I found my purpose and my inner joy. My small business is growing and my clients are getting results. Because I took the path less traveled, I find myself able to understand where people are coming from and listen without judgment. I guess I'm sharing all of this to answer your question. If it's worth it to let it all go and start afresh doing something that you love, something that you truly enjoy and exists like you are truly enough, checking yourself and your ego at the door so that you can answer the honest questions that will help you discover who you really are and what your purpose is. The answer is a yes from me. It's completely worth it to let it all go and start again. It's worth it to move in the middle of winter into a new place and take a risk just to find your true happiness. 
Not because happiness belongs in a place, but because the actions that we take peel the different layers of limiting beliefs that we have until we are right in front of our calling to serve others with our gifts. Everything that we want for ourselves doesn't exist outside of us. And when we take actions in faith, we are unlocking parts of ourselves that we didn't even know existed. We begin to see who we are more clearly instead of being stuck on who we are meant to be or how farther along we should be by now. The forward movement drives clarity towards us and forces growth which can often be painful. But we have to persevere through the pain of shedding our old mindsets to build the mindsets for the next level that God has called us to. Oftentimes, God will bring people into our lives to shake things up or comfort us. We pray that whenever they come, our hearts will not be too stubborn to let them in. And out of faith, we will be strengthened for the challenges that lie ahead in the valleys of life and the abundance that rests on the mountain tops of joy. When I first started my small business, I was chasing fulfillment. But now that I have the business and I've had it for a while, I have found so much more. I found a community of women who are brought together by fashion. I have met my weaknesses and I have opened the door and let them in. I've served notice to so many egoistic behaviors. Along the line, I met my best friend. He's amazing and he truly cares. The best part is that he doesn't look at me like I need to grow up or like my dreams are a fantasy. So yes, it is worth it. It is worth it to take that leap of faith and I'm not saying that the net is going to appear immediately. You could definitely go into free fall. Yeah. I'm still saying it's worth it because maybe while you are free falling, you are going to realize that your hands can do more than you thought it could do. Maybe you're going to realize that free falling isn't so bad because you feel lighter and maybe you're going to realize that you are not the only one free falling. Look around you. So many people are betting on themselves and taking a risk. Maybe you will find a community of high achievers in the air as you free fall and you hold hands and support each other even though you are coming from different sides of the earth. I found this type of support in Facebook groups, coaching courses, and having deeper conversations with friends that are also on the entrepreneurial journey. I wouldn't be able to wrap this up without thanking my friend for not letting me feel crazy when I called and told him that I had to downsize. I want to thank him for being that shoulder I could cry on so many moons ago. There's a verse in the Bible that really encourages me whenever I think about my future. And I want to share it with you today to encourage you as you navigate life. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, chapter 11 to 14, For I know the plans and thought that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear your voice and I will listen to you. Then with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity. And you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and I will free you and gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. 
and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Wow, isn't that incredible? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Dare for More. Please share this episode with anyone who you think will benefit from this. Or just leave a review for us so that this podcast can be shared with more people and more people get to listen to it and get encouraged. 